home because we still everyone home but we keep smiling because we talk about puppetry today. I have the honor to receive a, a doctor in puppetry, a doctor en marionnette. Mesdames et messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in the screen Mr. John Bell, who will appear right there. <laughs> Hi, John. Merci, merci. Hi, how are you? Ça va? Ça va, ça va très bien, malgré Hi. les circonstances. Oui, 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 c'est tout nouvel, tout nouveau, toutes yeah. les choses sont différentes en ce moment. Et, mais c'est un grand plaisir d'être partie de ce podcast. Yes, I'm happy toi. to have you. I'm really happy. We met in Boston when I was there in the residency at Puppet Showplace. And uh, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to have more of your knowledge and bring it to the friends who listen to us right now. So great. Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm ha excited when I follow your work with Cirque du Soleil online. I mean, now it, you had to stop, but that's been super interesting to follow your work around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And we will be back, Cirque, we will continue uh, in October, November. For now, it's kind of like summer is in front of us and we will uh, just try to create from there. And, and to share about puppeteering, because I was talking, this podcast was created because I was alone as a puppeteer in a, a whole cast of artists. So I was like trying to met other puppeteers right. or just get into the field and, and get connection and build a network. And we keep doing it instead of like, just like be from home and build a network and just share this passion. So, yeah, good. Yeah, we'll start with my first question. It's always kind of the same question, but it's always really original to get the vision of everyone. It's what makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? Ah, well, I think there are those moments of a puppet show that become quite magical because you have, you know, uh, an object that's um, made out of paper cardboard and then by you know juxtaposing it with other objects um you can you know create uh, emotion or stories or uh whatever you want by this manipulation and combination of images together with sound and uh, text and music and light and it's something that I don't feel any other medium can really do. You know, it's I started out um, doing like acting as an actor, but then when I saw what puppetry could do, I thought, oh, that's that's more interesting for me because it involves so many types of art coming together, and it can address like big issues and small issues and comedy and tragedy and ritual and all, all of those things yes and as a practitioner you have done some toy theater like some it's a kind of puppet theater but it, it was kind of new when you 
we were talking about it. Could you explain maybe to the people what is toy theater? Yeah, sure. Well, I started, I mean, I started with my wife, Trudy Cohen, doing a giant, giant puppet theater with um, uh, Bread and Puppet Theater, which is based in Vermont, doing stuff like this. This is a, 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 one, a book I wrote about some of those giant pageants. Yes. But then when we went out uh, on our own, we started a company called Great Small Works in New York City. And we started to work with um, toy theater, which is flat, cut out, um, paper, proscenium arch puppets that were part of a popular home entertainment form that began in England in the late 1700s and then throughout the 1900s uh, or the 1800s, the, the 19th century, it became popular in England and France and Germany and Italy and Spain and the United States, probably Canada somehow. And um, we rediscovered this, our, our great small works company in New York City in the late 1990s because, well, one thing we, I think puppeteers know about toy theater or they've seen images mm -hmm. of old toy theater, but it's not something that people were doing very much. So we thought, okay, we live in New York City. We're living in small apartments. We can't schlep things, carry things around the city. Maybe there's a way to have a show that fits in a suitcase. <clears throat> yeah. And you could take to someone's apartment and do it. So we did. And we started to make shows about actually the news. And at that time, the the U.S. was starting um, a war in Iraq. And we, we were thinking it's really crazy. So we did shows about the lead up to that war called Terror as Usual. This is uh, in the late 1990s. And then just kept going and have made uh, more episodes of Terror as Usual and done shows like Hamlet and Faust and all sorts of different uh, productions that involve this small frame and flat cutout characters. It's like, you know, sometimes when you make uh, puppets, you spend all your focus on one puppet. Uh -huh. You know, you create one puppet and that's the puppet you manipulate. But with toy theater, you instead of one puppet, it's really, the whole world, the world of the toy theater stage and the many flat cutout puppets that are in it. So it's it it's creating a world, a whole world in uh, in a puppet stage. So we it's cheap. Um, we like that form. And actually, we're presenting an online toy theater festival tomorrow, Thursday, April second at seven o'clock east, seven thirty Eastern time on our Great Small Works Facebook page. We're live streaming it. And yeah. uh, we're doing the second part of it on Friday, Friday, April 3rd at mm -hmm. 7.30 Eastern time. And we've, we've been rehearsing and getting toy theater shows um, from across the United States and I think Canada and Mexico and <clears throat> Germany. So all they're very short, like two minutes or three minutes. Wow. And some of them will be performed live and some will be uh, recorded. But 
I think it'll be super exciting to see Yes, that. yes. I, I will put the link down there so people could click and, and just look, enjoy live stuff or just online stuff as we bounce. We, we have, like, as you were saying, in New York, small apartment, you build that form of yeah. theater. Do you think puppeteers are good, like, bouncer, like, to, to just be able to live in think, different uh, condition? I th I think so. I I mean maybe I'm be romanticizing the form, but I feel like puppeteers have to deal with all sorts of different situations, and we're used to moving around and schlepping our stages and puppets and musical instruments and equipment from place to place. So, for example, uh, I work with I, I'm. I'm the director of a puppet institute at the University of Connecticut yes. in, in the United States. And uh, it's uh, connected to the puppet arts program at the University of Connecticut. But for the Ballard Institute and Museum of Puppetry, where I work, we, sort of, we have shifted from our live programming to do everything as much as we can online, also through our Ballard Institute and Museum of Puppetry Facebook page. And so we've been doing workshops and we'll be doing performances and discussions, sort of following your example in a way. Uh, we did a, uh, one of our students did a, a marionette workshop today at two o'clock. There'll be another workshop on f this Friday at 2 p.m. So it's it's been really interesting to see how kind of like what you're doing, we could shift to trying to make puppetry work with a camera uh, uh -huh. through this technology of live streaming. And in a way it seems very, it's sort of exciting to be forced to use that technology and say, okay, let's try it out. What can we do? And, you know, well, we can, we can make a puppet show right on, you know, through yeah. our laptop computers and we can share it around the world yes. um with the ballad institute we're going to do a make a presentation about a um a performance by a, a balinese dalong mm. uh, um gusti sudarta who's uh, been working with my colleague at yukon matthew cohen and they're going to present we'll we'll stream a video of a combination united states balinese uh Gamelon show about the history of tobacco, Whoa. which is in Virginia and in Indonesia. And that'll be uh, presented and we'll have a discussion. We'll have two discussions. One will be uh, in English with uh, with Dr. Cohen and Sudi Gustata and others. And the other discussion 12 hours earlier will be in Indonesian and the same wow. people but they'll be speaking in indonesian to talk about this uh combination of balinese and american puppetry so wow. like that's that's something that we wouldn't have thought of doing before the coronavirus challenges faced us and i think it's yes. oh that's really interesting to try to connect internationally this yeah instead of staying home we could maybe expand or try to reach outside of the box yeah. and could you tell us as a bit I'm... of storytelling when your crush like for puppetry happened 
as an actor, like I know well, now you, you're, when you I teach, so. Oh, here. Well, I, I, um, okay. I, when I was in college, a hundred and fifty years ago, in uh, the state of Vermont, which is just south of Quebec, um, I was working. I was being an actor, which I had done in high school. And acting is very challenging because you have to use your body and mind to become a different character. And that was hard for me. And um, and then I saw Bread and Puppet Theater, which I later started to work with. And they did shows where you didn't have to act. You could, you know, just you could act through this a piece of cardboard or, um, you know, or a, a giant puppet. Yes. And uh, also you would use dance and poetry and music and as a puppeteer you also design and build the puppets and you schlep them around and you build stages so i i think the combination of all those different tasks really appealed to me and i didn't have to act i didn't have to pretend i was someone else as a puppeteer you can be just who you are but you happen to be ma manipulating you know a puppet um uh-huh giving it a voice and move. So uh, I, I like that, that possibility. Also the possibility of doing shows about issues, issues that were really important to us, which were at that time, the war in Vietnam. And yeah. now, you know, I don't know, trying to do shows, we could do shows about the coronavirus and, and what that means immediately with puppets. So that, that, it enchanted me and after I graduated from college I started working with Bread and Puppet Theater and uh, uh, did that for like 12 years and traveled around the world kind of like what you're doing but in a different context and mm -hmm. um, saw that puppetry was something that exists sort of everywhere we went in Europe and Latin America and um, North Africa and all around um, the all of the Americas. So I studied history of puppetry and became a, a doctor of puppetry so I could <laughs> know more and try to teach about the form. Yes, totally. And do you think the puppet art is in an ascension or it's less popular? What do you think about like the the popularity of the medium it's well when I, I think of like the history of puppetry it's it sort of goes up and down sometimes I think it's sort of it's always there I think it's always there in one way or another mm -hmm. but the, pub, the public attention to it changes so mm -hmm. sometimes people discover it oh my gosh it's puppets and then like in the 1920s or 1960s or the 1990s in the United States, you know, people said, oh my God, look, you, look what you can do with puppets. And then after a while, people forget about puppets 
and then they 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 rediscover them you know as if it's something uh -huh. brand new rather than one of the oldest forms of performance in the world right uh -huh. so i don't know it's in a way that's nice because then people say oh my gosh look it's puppets who knew it's so fantastic what a great possibility um so I, I i think it's always there but from time to time it gets it gets rediscovered and right now yeah. like you know thinking of you know Cirque du Soleil typically uses puppets and there's puppets on a lot of broadway shows since uh julie Taymor did the lion yeah. king there's always been strong puppetry in television and in pop in film you know the like the star wars movies are using t Lord of the Rings. There's a, puppetry goes into special effects. Uh -huh. There's a lot of um, giant puppet performance, or I like the term performing objects. With yeah. there's an event called Burning Man in Nevada um, that happens every year. A giant outdoor sort of pageant, and there's tons and tons of puppets and performing objects there. Yeah. So it's it's there's new stuff happening and also traditionally you know when you look at it you understand oh um puppets and objects are important for like um first nations culture historically and asian cultures and in india and china and japan and indonesia and all sorts of different african forms of yes. puppet object and mass performance they're all it's it's a it's a language that you can use you know and and just jumping into that language is a very rich form yeah and it could be international or, or multi-language like you have its own vocabulary yeah. i really agree on that right and do you yeah in some cases uh, sometimes you don't need language you can just use the images yeah. you can use language if you want to but you can you don't need to use language it's fascinating yes the image the power of the image and do you have um, a big purpose as a, a puppeteer or as a, a te teacher in in puppeteering do you have like something you want to achieve or you wish that it will be achieved by the the, the medium of puppetry i think just letting people know that it's a an option that it's a medium that can be used in many different ways you can use traditional you know hand puppets or marionettes or or rod puppets but you could also do a show you know with uh, coffee cups if you wanted to uh -huh. you know, object performance or you could um uh make a miniature spectacle or a giant spectacle it could be for education or children's entertainment or for political theater which is what i like or you know a, a serious you know a tragedy you can do with puppets yeah so i i'm i when i'm teaching i'm just hoping to share with um with with students or whoever the the idea that in a way anybody can do it you know anybody can make a puppet show although you know like you, you're a professional puppeteer or a professional performer and you you know what you're doing and that that's another level of it but 
you can enter into the form on many different levels and it can be satisfying mm -hmm. if you're just an amateur or you're you're playing with a stuffed animal with your child and you make it talk you know or if you do a you know legitimate theater show on broadway or television or you know in a in a in a legitimate theater yeah or on the street you know out on the street it's all all possible yeah to inspire people that's really a, a good like purpose as a, a teacher and you have like a, a person who just like get inspired hanita bambula and a friend there just there said like a theater in a suitcase i love it so yes it's oh, yeah. really to inspire uh, people around and thank you very much do you have like something at the end i'd like to conclude with something like a puppet or or something i know you write a book also in the in the past about oh, yeah. puppetry so maybe that's a book i've written that's um american puppet Mo this is a picture from burning man and then with friends of mine we wrote this um this book uh which is more of a kind of textbook but it's different people writing about puppetry in different ways this is handspring puppet comp theater from south africa and um i don't know i mean i'm going to use this puppet and uh i think this puppet which my our son isaac bell who lives in park x in montreal designed i'm going to use those uh tomorrow for the great small works uh international toy theater festival online and that i think that's going to be super interesting yes. there's going to be shows in a suitcase like you're the person who you and, quoted uh, just yeah. now showing all over the place so i think that's going to be super a lot of fun yes that's amazing so i will put the link down there and we will wish a lot of people get more traffic on your online festival and for sure share it with all over thank you very much john thank you Thank you, Caroline. Merci bien. Un bon travail que tu fais avec ce podcast. Yes, Super. and we will keep doing it. Thank you very much. I see you soon. And I will say the final word here. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching that. You know how it works. So put a thumbs up, just subscribe, share it, share it with the world, and we will have the puppetpodcast.com one day and we will have uh, more stuff to share with you. Thank you very much, everyone, and see you around puppetry art. Bye. <laughs>